From MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Sharita Brent here with Wilson Couture, information technology expert with Newport Steel Jackson and Flowood, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctor and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Today we'll talk about technology and love. How do dating apps work? How much should you reveal about yourself to someone? Could tech get in the way of your relationship? How can you use tech in a long-distance relationship? Call us at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We'll be back right after the news. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent, joined in studio today by Wilkes Couture. Information technology expert with Newcore Steel Jackson and Flowood, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctor and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. And today we'll talk about technology and love since we're coming off the Valentine's Day holiday. How do dating apps work? How much should you reveal to someone about yourself? Could tech get in the way of your relationship? We'll talk about that. And how can you use tech in a long distance relationship? You can give us a call, 877 MPB Ring, if you don't mind sharing your experiences or are you in a long long-distance relationship, how do you incorporate tech? Maybe video calling, using Skype or something like that. Call us at 877-MPB-RING. Do you think tech gets in the way of relationships? Like, for instance, if you're at dinner and your partner is texting, does that bother you? Are you one who does or does not believe in texting about serious topics uh, with your partner? We'd love to hear these things from you today. Uh, Also, if you have any general tech questions, you can give us a call with those as well. The number is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Good morning, Wiltz and Jeremy. How are you guys today? Wonderful. Good morning. How are y'all doing? Doing well. Doing well. Doing well. Uh, So I want to start with uh, some tech news. Um, Since we're talking about Valentine's Day and love and stuff, I saw this um, story on CNN. It says, are you a cheater? Right. But it's talking about Netflix cheating. (laughs) Uh, So basically, a Netflix study says a new kind of cheating is on the rise. More of us are sneaking away from our partners to watch that thing we promised we'd wait to watch with them. So this phenomenon has tripled since 2013. Uh, 48% of streaming couples in the United States include at least one partner who has, quote unquote, cheated on the other uh, by watching a particular series without their partner. So what do you guys think about this? They must have talked to my wife in this one. I wanted to watch a couple of series <laughs> on Netflix and I would come home in the afternoon and she's like, okay, well I'm eight I'm eight episodes in. I'm like Okay, I won't be watching that particular you know series anymore. I think that happened to me. I really wanted to watch Breaking Bad. Uh huh. And then she was halfway through the first season. I'm like, well, I'm never that's catching definitely, up. That's definitely one you got to watch from the beginning. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to say I I have been a cheater. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you're if you're not at home when I've got some free time. I'm going to catch up. Uh, I did it with Lost because it's Lost. I mean, if you never watch Lost, 
it ended up be being lost. not so great. But um, yeah, you had to keep watching. Like you couldn't just stop. Now uh, with Faith, you know, we've been catching up on Friends and stuff like that. And so yeah, she's a cheater too because she'll watch ahead, <laughs> and then all of a sudden. Uh, you know, going back to the 90s and early 2000s here, uh, Monica's with Chandler, and I'm like, wait a minute, when did they get together? And so she's got to go back like six episodes because yeah. she cheated. Right. Yeah. So, so it happens. Yeah, I mean, it's understandable. Now, I wonder how seriously people take this. Now, I've been <laughs> in a situation where someone has gone ahead of me, and I was frustrated because, you know, you don't want somebody to have to sit there and watch an episode with you that they've already seen and they may or may not right. admit it. Right. Um, make them do it. If but, I started watching it from the very beginning with them, I guess it could be held as sacred. But if it was like, hey, you got to check out this program, you know. Watch it in your own time because we're not going to be on the same schedule all the time. And I got to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious, listeners, uh, would you have a problem with your partner going ahead and watching episodes of things on Netflix or some other source? Uh, do you consider that cheating if you guys are watching a series together and your partner watches something without you? How do you feel about that? 877-MPB-RING is the number. That's 877-672-7464. Um, so what do you do? Like just... Keep the the Netflix password away from your partners. There's no way to hide it. They tell you when you've watched the episode. So unless you switch your profile, they're going to know. And they may look over on your profile and be like, he watched it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. True, true. So that is an issue. Um, uh, Just another piece of news. I got the iPhone 7. I switched carriers. I initially had the... That's a 7 Plus now. That's not just a 7. Plus. That's got the fancy double camera on it. Yeah, and that was supposed to be the the big thing. I I officially switched carriers. um, And I don't want to get into which carrier I switched (laughs) to. But I went to this carrier because they had unlimited data. Uh And um, the the person I got the phone through, she, she told me she was honest. She said, look, this carrier has dead spots in certain areas in Jackson and around the state. So I got to work the next day, and for the first time in my whole five years at MPB, the phone said no service. Oh, my oh gosh. And I was completely alarmed, and I let her know, and she sent me a, um, a message saying, well, they were doing some area, some work in this area. Uh-huh. Um, I bet they were sprinting to fix it. <laughs> no. Just a guess. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay. No sprinting. Right. Well, I tried. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm still getting used to it. I think I have 30 days to decide if I'm yeah. going to stick with it. But Do we need to talk you know, to Catherine? Zeta Jones about it. Is she still doing the stuff for T Mobile? You are digging. I'm, hey, I'm digging I, I your, got your moves. You're not going to get me. You're not going to get me. I'm not going to mess up any future endorsements that I may get. Um, Sorry. Sorry. So, anyway, so I have this iPhone 7 Plus, and um, the camera is much better. Mm-hmm. I mean, noticeably, obviously oh, yeah. better. Really? Yeah. I believe it. Well, other than that, everything else is the same. Now, the home button is a little different. Uh, just the, the, the pressure. home button. Yeah, yeah the pressure of they it is a little different. They did a really good job simulating the button press, though. I was impressed. The first time I pushed it, I was like, wow, that really does feel like a button. Now, mm-hmm. I thought good at, job, at first I didn't like it. It seemed like an update must have made it a little bit better. I've noticed it's felt better ah, okay. recently. I, I didn't mean, see that, one that's when just it mine. first came out. I saw an iPhone a couple weeks after, or a 7, a couple weeks after it came out. And I was like, oh, that's, that's neat. Yeah, but other than that, I don't really notice any differences between the besides the camera. I don't notice any difference between the six S plus and the seven plus. Exactly why I tell most people: if you're happy with your six or your six S, just stick with it. I mean, it's marginally better. 
it's like it's it, it's no different than like upgrading a processor on your computer. Like, well, which one's better, an i five or an i seven? Well, they're both mm-hmm. really good. I seven's yeah. marginally better. It has some uh, some perks that people that need that that performance out of it uh, will get more out of it than you will. Um, but you know, everybody likes to have the new shiny iPhone. So I mean, it's not a total loss. But yeah, I'm with you. It's it's. It's like the same thing every iPhone. Even the the interface that they design it with is like the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I was talking, um, me and a teammate up at work just before I came down here this morning, mm-hmm. we're talking about it, and he's just like, why am I going to go from the 6S to the 7? He goes, you know, and what, different what's the shell, standard difference? Same interface. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's going to be an improved battery and it's an improved camera. And it's the same thing and we you, hear every time. You do get the uh, the water resistance, which is good. Oh, um, do I? Oh, well, I've heard. I wouldn't test it. Uh, <laughs> I, have, I, I really <laughs> wouldn't. I didn't know. Uh, I've heard that uh, some people who had a, an iPhone Seven actually have had some issues with water getting inside of it, despite the fact that it is water resistant. So yeah, I'm not going to test not it. Test it. Now I'll tell you what I do not like is this new uh, charging port. That took the and, and I don't have a headphone jack. Right. I hate it because I have an auxiliary cord thing in my vehicle, and yeah. so out of habit, I went to plug it up and I couldn't. But I had the right. adapter, uh, so I had to hook up the adapter to a set of my earbuds, and mm. it's just too much. I, I don't understand. Well, yeah, my daughter's so not like, liking it either. In your car, you don't have Bluetooth. Yes, you I do. You should totally turn a Bluetooth but on. But sometimes my music will not play through Bluetooth on my phone. It only plays if I have it charged up. I mean, oh. if I have the charger plugged into the, the charging port. Really? Yeah, the, the music does not play automatically through Bluetooth in my truck. Huh. I yeah. think you should look under your Bluetooth settings because there should be a thing that says, like, you know, to output, like, calls or audio or mm-hmm. whatever. We might need to give her a tech call. Bluetooth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we might need to call into the show. It's uh, 876 MPB ring. No, that's not it. <laughs> And the last thing I was going to say about this phone is that it is it is ex- extremely slippery. So within two days, I had to hurry up and get a case because this thing was just sliding everywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, you practically need Spider-Man hands to hold this thing without uh, a oh, case. The, so The case does kind of take away from the design of it, though. The because sexiness, when you, it does. When you hold that bare phone in your hand, you're like... This just feels right. I feel like I've got Excalibur in my hand. I feel good, you know? Yeah. But then you put it in a case and it's like clunky and it's, you know, right. it's not the same. But just feel it, Wilts. Just touch yeah. it. Yeah, I just hold it. Feel the, feel the smoothness oh, yeah, the of, the, of the chassis. It's yeah. nice. Slip this big it's old battery nice. onto and then it. all that design work that Apple put into the body is just eliminated right there well, by going back in the case. Well, they know you cannot operate without a, a glass shield, some kind of... Uh, protector on the front of it and some kind of case which that's is why, why they make it feel so good they, they want sell you to 50 drop it otter boxes because they just want to take all your money 50 dollar otter box how yeah. about the 80 dollar otter box See, ridiculous yeah uh christy the is on the road yeah. they're gonna go to the phones christy good morning to you what do you have for us today hey good morning um okay just continuing with the conversation that you're on i just recently um got the galaxy s7 active um, and it is really sturdy and waterproof without a case. The design of the phone is super sturdy in and of itself. And I think that was the point. So I know I'm like, I love the slick phone. I love the way the phone feels. And with this um, active, I don't think I even have to have a case. Wow. Um, so that's to you. Um, okay, about this Netflix cheating thing. <laughs> <laughs> Topic of the day. Damn, I would love to have a partner who really wants to sit down 
and watch these things with me. So I wouldn't care if he was Netflix cheating. People okay. need to priorities in order. Um, so the other thing about the texting and communication is this is something, a trend I've been watching for years now, um, being um, a psychology person myself. And I think that it's a slippery, slippery slope. I think that if it's left really light, and, you know, happy, good morning, heart, smiley face, palm tree, that's all great. Um, but when you have two people in a committed relationship, unless those two people are very clear on meta communication, then it can cause so many problems. I'm, so that's, that's where I'm at with it. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. Thank you, Christy. Good comments, Christy. Thank you. I agree with that also. And I'll say that I feel like uh, the phone is kind of driving couples away because, uh, you know, you go out to dinner and most people are at the tables on their phones. They're not even they're not even enjoying communication with one another. Um, so yeah, I, I'm with you. I think uh, little little light things on the phone is, is a good uh, good way to keep it. If it gets too heavy, it definitely needs to be in person or at least over the phone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we try to keep a, uh, a a rule pretty much of the house. I mean, we have a 14 year old daughter, 15 year old son, and you know we try to make sure at least quite a few times a week we're eating at the table. And the rule is no phones. That includes mom and dad because you know, hey, what went on? Today, you know, I mean, it was, it, you know, for example, this week, my kids are working out their schedule for ninth grade and 11th grade um, next year, you know, and just actually talking about that without the interruptions of, you know, whatever alerts popping up at this particular moment. Right. Right. I get constant news alerts. That's something yeah. I did not get with my Android, but on my iPhone, on my little uh, whatever kind of center this is, the, the, the media center, I get updates constantly about cnn and, yeah uh, so yeah i'm going to turn some of those things off definitely go in there um, and tweak some of that yeah we're going to take a break and we'll get to baron after the break we do have some lines open if you want to join the conversation today we are talking about tech and love we started the show by talking about netflix cheating which is a thing how would you feel if your partner went on to watch a show without you a particular series uh would you feel slighted if they watched some things without you also we're talking about tech and relationship interference uh do you think phones are getting in the way of your intimacy or the way that you communicate with each other uh, we'll talk about long distance relationships and tech how do you use your tech to uh, <laughs> stay in a long distance relationship 877 mpb ring is the number 877-672-7464 or email everyday tech at mpbonline.org we'll be back in just a moment This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. 
I'm Sherita Brent here with Wills Couture and Jeremy Thompson. And today we are talking about technology and love. Uh, we'll talk about dating apps in just a moment. If you're listening and you've had some experience with dating apps or online dating, how was that experience for you? How much did you reveal about yourself to people? Uh, any safe practices you'd like to share with us, you can call us at 877-MPB-RING. Do you think tech is getting in the way of relationships like uh, texting and um, doing things like that during dinner? Uh, do you think that you should communicate via text about serious things with your partner? Also, if you're in a long-distance relationship or you have been at some point, let us know how tech worked for you. Things like Skype and FaceTime, how those things come in handy. 877-MPB-RING is the number to join the conversation. We do have a few lines open. 877-672-7464 is the number. And if you want to call with any general tech questions, you can do so as well. All right, we're going to go back to the phones. Baron is in Ridgeland with a home automation question. Good morning, Baron. What do you have for us today? Uh, I'm enjoying y'all's topics today. I just want to say I am a Netflix cheater. Uh-oh. Uh, but it's okay. Um, you know, I, I don't mind it if my wife goes ahead on a couple shows on Netflix, but, man, she loses it. Uh, if I go ahead, she feels like I have to be there with her to uh, watch the show. And, um, you know, I'm, it's really not a bother for me. But I get, I don't know if that's an introvert, extrovert thing. But uh, um, anyway, I had a question about some home automation. I hate to switch gears at all. No, but, it's okay. Uh, we, we are about to go all fixer-upper on our house. It's built in 2000, and uh, we're about to gut it out. And we want to... We, we, we want to kind of get everything on the home automation side through a gateway or some sort of uh, system where we can control the lighting, the video, the appliances, the HVAC. And we really have nowhere to start on this. So if you guys have any type of uh, starting point for us to think about, that would be great. Um, and on, the, on your texting thing, uh, I think that goes back to, uh, if you think about it, and your Netflix thing, it's a whole trust thing. I mean, uh, <laughs> if you, have you ever been to the point where your your spouse or significant other is texting and the other person's like, who are you texting? Who is that? Mm-hmm. What you get? You know? Yeah. It's, so, it's one of those things where you're like, uh, just put the phone down and, and watch your Netflix or uh, let's go cook dinner together or something. But anyway, I'm going to hang up and listen and, and go for this uh, home automation thing. And um don't let Wilts give you any trouble. <laughs> Thank I you, Baron. That, I thought that was you, Baron. <laughs> Thanks, Baron. Uh, so, any thoughts on his uh, home automation questions? So, I would say um, at this point in time, the hub of your home automation is going to be like your Google Home or your Amazon Echo or something like that. Um, because there are multiple hubs, like say you have to get one for your lighting, you'll have to get one for your garage door, you'll have to get one for your thermostat. And they'll all tie into something like an Alexa or an Echo or a Google Home or something to that effect. Um, they're also, the hub these days would be your smartphone. Um, they can all tie in. They can all be controlled by the apps and everything. Um, so it, we're still really on the on the brink of this home automation thing, especially um, for, you know, consumer-grade purchases and such. So I'd say um, you're still going to have to have something like that to tie them all in, and they're all going to have their own individual hubs that you'll have to set up to tie them in. All right. Wilt, Stute, anything you want to add? You know, I've, I'm, I've almost got the same question as Baron. Yeah. Um, because I've been kind of looking at it. It does seem like we've got a lot of 
pieces. Yeah. The pieces are out there, but what is really drawing them together? I mean, it's really easy in the IT world. We look at, you know, the whole server client thing. Right, right. And really the server piece. That, I feel that, a startup forming between us right now. We're going to create the hub. I'm, I'm liking this. us. I'm yeah, liking this. We've got an incubator now. Here we go. Let's see what other good ideas we can come up with. <laughs> you guys are funny. Okay, we're going to go back to the phones. <laughs> Frank is on the river with a question. Good morning, Frank. What do you have for us today? My question is, do, does your panel realize that there's a whole bunch of us out here that doesn't even know what all this is about? You mean and, tech? Uh, I'm, I wonder if you realize that many of us do not have all these things and, don't, and do not have all these programs. We deliberately do not. It is not by economics or by uh, chance that we don't. We do not want to participate. And there's a whole bunch of us out here that don't un understand what your conversation is all about. Cheating is usually a sexual thing. I, I don't even know what you're talking about. You're cheating at your television. Okay. Well, we'll explain it to you, Frank. Thank you for your call. Uh, we do appreciate you listening. Uh, does anybody want to kind of break it down? Yeah. So it's it's not a it's not a sexual thing at all. It's just um, a program that you watch with your significant other um, that you really both like. So let's say me and my fiance both like Star Trek. Well, I would probably watch more of it. I'd have more free time than her, maybe. So I would watch ahead of her, and she would be upset at me for watching that show. It's not really something so serious. But um, uh, a, a good lighthearted topic for us to talk about since it's Valentine's Day and such. Yeah, yeah so back in the day they had yeah. VHS. And so yeah. if you had a Titanic VHS and your wife watched it without you, you would be bothered. So now Netflix has all these movies uh, as a streaming service. So you use the Internet to stream these movies. So basically we're just asking, would you be bothered if your partner would watch a movie without you, basically? And by streaming, we mean that you can choose when you want to watch that episode. You don't have to wait for it to come on. You just pick, hey, I want to watch that episode now. Mm-hmm. Wilts, did you have something? No, just really. I mean, I think it's, um, it, I think kind of echoing what Jeremy was saying, meant to be kind of a, a, a tongue-in-cheek, I think, uh, taking away the the strict negative connotation of cheating. It's, uh, you know, a little bit more lighthearted than that, not meaning to, you know, not meaning to uh, have a violation of trust between between partners. So. Well, and another thing uh, Frank talked about also was what I would consider the digital divide, which is there is a generation of people who are kind of anti-tech. Some of it is because of uh, not necessarily having an understanding of the way tech works and kind of being intimidated and fearful to even use it. So sure. that's something that uh, is an issue, uh, you know, kind of trying to bridge that tech technological gap. Because I do with my grandmother. She's right. completely opposed to Facebook, and I'm fine with that because I don't want her to be on there and see right. all the nonsense. Right. Uh, but, right. you know, you, you don't have to be forced to uh, use tech or whatever. I mean, uh, unless it's it's just a necessity, like paying bills or something like that. Well, for older clientele, I feel like it's their way to stay in touch. Um, a lot of my older clients have iPads and they have Facebook accounts so they can keep in touch with their nieces and their nephews and their granddaughters and their grandchildren and their children. And uh, they can they can see pictures of them. They don't have to be there all the time. I've got clients that, you know, they're here retired in Mississippi and their kids live all over the United States. So it's good for them to have that that ability to plug in and see 
what's going on with with their families. Right, and I think it kind of uh, even relates a little bit back. Jeremy and I were talking just a little, you know, uh, just before the show in the lobby, and we were just talking about. I mean, and there's not that big of a generational difference between Jeremy and I. Right. However, we did basically grow up in kind of different times. I mean, like I was saying, you know, speaking of the uh, topic today and talking about, you know, uh, online dating and some of that other kind of stuff, it didn't exist. I mean, me and my wife have been together 22 years now. It didn't even exist. AOL was still trying to send out floppy disks at that particular time. So, I mean, it's such a different time even just today. So, Still love that floppy disk comment. That's They didn't even have CDs. Yeah, not even CDs, floppy man. Disk. We had floppy disks. So. All right. Uh, so before we get to Timothy, I wanted to go ahead and introduce one of our topics we're going to talk about, which is dating apps and online dating. And the thing that comes to mind for me is safety. Uh, so when it comes to dating apps, and, and to some degree, I would even argue that Facebook is, is a dating app. Oh, it totally is. Oh, yeah. People reach out to each other. They even um, said that in that Facebook movie. They yeah. They know who was hooking up and who was single and so forth. That's, that's totally what it is. And- yeah. So what are you you guys' thoughts about how much information you should reveal about yourself on a dating app? Because technically you're talking to strangers. Well, how much much information are you willing to reveal to a perfect stranger? Because that's that's in essence what you're doing. How much are you willing to tell someone that, that you don't know, you don't know their history, you don't know anything about them? What personal about you are you willing to let them know? And that, you know, that seems like a really um, a simple question. But if you really think about it, you know, what are you willing to tell a total stranger i would say um pretty much the same info that we volunteer publicly on facebook your name your location not your address but just where you live uh your age and your gender possibly um i'd say that's that's where i'd draw the line i mean may, maybe what you do for a living but i mean what else what else do strangers need to know exactly i mean like when you're getting to know someone that's kind of the point they can kind of pull those questions out of you over the course of getting to know one another, hopefully in a public location where, uh, you know, you mutually speak and get a feel for one another. And then after that, you decide if you want to, you know, hang out with that person again. And I mean, I would even go so far as to say probably a lot less like, you know, when I sit there and think about, you know, both of my kids, you right. know, 14 and 15, having a social media presence. Mm-hmm. I even don't really like the idea of them saying what city they're in or what school they go to because you know, maybe, maybe it's just a little bit of my own paranoia. But, you know, people just don't need to know that. The people who know them know that, and that's all that really needs to know. Right. Yeah. I would say for a dating app, though, just based on proximity, right. you could, you know, say, hey, I'm in Hattiesburg. And, well, hopefully know. 14-year-olds aren't using dating apps. Hopefully so. <laughs> yeah, that's another topic. Uh, before we go to the break, we'll go to Timothy in Louisiana, who has a question. Good morning, Timothy. What do you have for us today? Good morning. I have a question about Windows 10 IoT. Okay. Go ahead. I'm wondering what it will do. I see it's free, but what will it do? Does anybody know? Well, we've actually gotten this question uh, in the last couple of weeks. Uh, the IoT is the Internet of Things, and that is a slimmed-down version of Windows 10 that is made for uh, smaller devices to uh, run automated things inside your home. Uh, we were talking about the hub that everything would tie into in your home er- uh, with an earlier caller. Uh, the uh, the device the Windows 10 IoT would be running on would be that hub. Yes. So it's a means of tying all those things together. Um, you may have heard of another popular device called a Raspberry Pi. It's basically... Yes, I, I, have my, I, have, I have my new 64-bit raspberry pi in my car right now well there you go uh so the raspberry pi is another iot device and this is microsoft's own uh 
you know, uh, investment in the uh, in the smaller computing market. Uh, there's okay. another one uh, made by Intel. Uh, what's it called? Oh, is there it are the, a lot of them. There's, is it the Newton? Know, yes. No, I'm not no, sure. I don't no, think. No, no. The Intel. Uh, I can't remember what it is. Yeah. Anyways, there's there's there are several of them coming out because everybody's seeing the the potential in this in this uh, Internet of Things market. Um, so I would say for most of our listeners, this isn't really going to be something that they would be interested in because this is more for the hobbyist who's actually going to be customizing things in their own home. Uh, but I hope that answered your question. Did you have any others? No. I've got a statement. I, I, I think we all ought to befriend someone like Frank and support, provide them some support. You know, I, I have a neighbor who I just saved him $400 in a repair in their home because I was able to show them how to access the materials and information to repair the product rather than replace it. And, you know, they're on fixed income, same age as me, but they're just afraid of tech, you know, and don't know how to use it. So just befriend the techness and, you know, provide them a little personal support, you know. Absolutely. I'd say um, a lot of my clients kind of uh, get into the tech world uh, through a gift. Um, a lot of their uh-huh. kids will give them an iPad or a Kindle Fire or something like that, yeah. and they'll come to me and they'll say, I don't know what to do with this. Show me what to do with it. So um, definitely reach out to your techies. That's great advice. Yes. yes. All right, All right Timothy. have a groovy day. Glad you're out there doing this. Yes, All sir. right. Thank you, Thank you. We appreciate your call. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. We need to, bye-bye. We need to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll continue talking about tech, relationships, and love. We'll talk a little bit more about dating apps uh, since Wilson Jeremy brought up children. We'll talk about some ways to maybe protect your kids uh, when it comes to signing up for these things because there's really no way to verify age. Uh, so we'll talk about parents, how you can be watchful in that area. Also, uh, 877-MPB-RING is a number if you want to join the conversation. We started the show by talking about Netflix cheaters. If you are in a relationship, would you have an issue? with your partner watching a movie or a series without you? Uh, do you think technology is getting in the way of relationships? Uh, do, you, do you see the cell phone and other tech devices getting in the way? Also, if you've used a dating app and you want to let us know your experience, uh, what have been your experiences with long-distance relationships and using tech, 877-672-7464 is the number, 877-MPB-RING, or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. This is Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent here with Wilkes Couture, information technology expert with Newcore Steel Jackson and Flowood. And Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctor and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Today we've been talking about technology, love, and relationships. If you want to join the conversation, call us at 877-MPB-RING. We do have a few lines open. We're talking about dating apps right now. If you've had any experience with dating apps, good or bad, you can give us a call. Uh, do you think technology is getting in the way of relationships? 
You think cell phones are just kind of interfering. Uh, maybe you've been in a long-distance relationship, and you want to let us know how tech was uh, good for you, in a sense, like when it came to video calling and things like that. 877-672-7464 is the number if you have a comment about tech, relationships, or love, or if you have any general tech questions, we'd love to hear from you today. Uh, Kirk is in Brandon. Good morning to you, Kirk. What do you have for us today? Hi, yes. Uh, was talking about the how cell phones affect relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that the that cell phone really technology is exactly the problem. I think if you go back a hundred years ago, there's going to be a book or a newspaper or a, a golf game that that interferes in relationships. I think the the main problem that that cell phones represent is the ease to which that that sort of distraction can be slipped into. But I don't think that that they represent a greater distraction than would any other form of of uh, entertainment. Uh, I think you kind of have to make the time for a relationship, you know, regardless of what era we're in. Yeah, so maybe they kind of become almost like a crutch or a um, amplifier to a already another problem. Well, I mean, I think that's possible too. But I think even a perfectly a reasonably healthy uh, relationship, folks can kind of get complacent, and there there's going to be, uh, you know, I I need some time. I'm going to sit here and read my book, or if I'm reading it off my cell phone, or just checking Wikipedia to find out who the actor was in that movie that we're watching. Suddenly, you know, we're we're, we're disconnected. Um, I as I say, I, I think it. I think. Technology, specifically cell phones, they, what they represent is is a too quick uh, an ability to, to to switch off like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely agree with that. Good yeah. thoughts, Kirk. Thank you so much. Um, I don't know. I think tech is it, it can be very overwhelming because there's so much in this one device you have Agreed. games you can watch movies you can look at the newspaper you can do your work you can do documents you have emails like right. it's like an all-in-one hub there's, and i think it's a lot to process absolutely and um i think that it's like he said it's the ease of being able to pick up the phone and everything me personally if i went in a restaurant and everyone was reading a book I, I might get a little scared, yeah. but I'd also shed a tear for society because I think more people need to read. But I still feel like if you agree that you should have that quality time together, then everybody should put their phone down and just mutually invest because it's it's almost become a habit to just grab your phone when you got nothing else to do. Right. So everybody agrees. We put it on the table. We put it face down. We put it on silent. We enjoy the company of one another. And then after that, we plug back in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because how many of us, if we were coming into work this morning and forgot the phone, would turn around and go back and get it? Oh, I've done it a million times. I did it yesterday. Yeah. 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 i got to have my phone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it is it is attached to us. It's that digital leash, leash of sorts. How did we but, ever survive without it? Yeah. <laughs> you said to actually carry quarters for those things called pay phones. Oh, man. <laughs> Crazy times. Yeah, but we, we can agree that we need to yeah. set some tech boundaries. You think? Absolutely. I think, I think definitely. I mean, amongst family, amongst, you know, friends, um, it, it, to yourself. Yeah. You know, just within yourself. Uh, and, and I mean, I'm... I'm looking at myself in the mirror in this too. I mean, I need to do the same thing. I'm, I have a really bad habit of it's it's a it's a um, a creature comfort. It's easy to do. Yeah, it's really easy to grab. So, like I said, I mean, you know, our 
division at dinner. We don't bring phones to the table, whether right. we're eating out, we're eating at the house. You know, we try to avoid that. And that's just a little small step, but there's so many other instances like that probably. And I think we should definitely opt for that quality time. We should say, okay, we've got the time where we spend on our phones, but now let's dedicate some to being together and just hanging out and having a good time. Play a and, board game. And, Wilt, you bring up a different point when you said friends and family because it seems that in some cases there is a sense of immediacy. Like if I text you, you better text right back. And <laughs> even on Messenger, it lets people know that you've seen the message. So then you're under pressure right. to respond instantly. The like, little head appears next yeah. to it like, oh, I know you saw that message. Everything is instantaneous. And, I mean, I felt bad sometimes about putting my phone on silent because I'm thinking the moment I put it on silent, that's when something is going to happen. Right. But it, it hasn't happened yet. If I put it on silent, everything is fine. So right. you have to get out of your own head and say, okay, it's fine to put this phone on silent and to step away from it for a minute. If I don't immediately respond to you, that does not mean I've been captured by aliens. Maybe I'm just vacuuming, you know? Yeah. Well, I have the do not disturb mode on my phone, and it allows me to go in and say, okay, I can let these people contact me if there's something going on, but otherwise I don't want to be disturbed unless it'll let you say, uh, if a call comes in twice within 15 right. minutes, mm-hmm. obviously that's an emergency, and you can tell it, hey, let that call through. Right. So it's not entirely impossible to unplug, but it is definitely more difficult with those types of situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, try not replying to my wife whenever she sends yeah. me a message. Yeah. All of a sudden, I start getting all the little question marks like, hello, where are you? Hello, are you there? I know are you've you got alive? your phone. Exactly. Right. <laughs> 877-MPB-RING is the number this morning. We're talking about tech, love, and relationships. Uh, what do you think about technology boundaries? Do you set tech boundaries? for your spouses, your partners, your friends and family, you can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. Thank you for your call, Kirk. Uh, Folks, do you think that technology is getting in the way of our relationships? 877-672-7464 is the number we do have all our lines open. I'm really shocked. I thought that folks would just be pouring in to talk about this. I thought this was going to be <laughs> such a fun show. They've oh, set their phones down. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and something you brought up a little bit earlier, how, you know, you, you were mentioning um, the long-distance relationships. I have quite a few um, friends that are also veterans, and technology has really made a big impact for them. I mean, I remember, I mean, you know, I was Navy back in the um, early 90s, and, it was, you know, you had to wait on the snail mail. If you're talking to someone and maybe get to a telephone and I have just seen how much of a positive impact it's made for a lot of those those military families and those people who are displaced like that, you know, mom or dad or are overseas or, or dispatched somewhere and they're able to actually stay in touch and use video. And so there's really been a lot of positives. I mean, I think we've kind of highlighted some of the negatives that can happen with this, but there's really a lot of positives that have came out of this, especially for those people who are displaced. Absolutely. Yeah. 877-MPB-RING is the number. Uh, We'd love to hear from you as well. If you're in a long-distance type relationship, uh, what are some things that you use with your tech to help you stay connected? Uh, So could you guys kind of touch on those uh, sources that are available like Skype and Tango? And uh, what can people use if they're in a long-distance relationship and they're trying to stay connected to people? Skype is probably your king of the hill with that, of course. Um, Is it free? FaceTime would also be another good one if they both have Apple devices. Yeah, and I'm going to use a Google Hangouts for uh, your Android people. Um, And you can use Hangouts on an iPhone, too. So there's, yeah, Skype. There's a whole bunch of them these days. Yeah, Skype is totally free. I mean, we've even used it, you know, I think people people use it professionally for meetings. But uh, for those who don't know, Skype is now owned by Microsoft. Right. um, But you have to have an Internet connection to use Skype, right? Correct. Absolutely. Correct. It will use your data if you're on your phone, for example. As will FaceTime. Right. 
So it's an app. What else do you need? Do you need uh, earbuds? What else do you need to operate Skype? You don't really have to have those things. Um, If you have a modern, like a laptop made in the last five years, it's got speakers and a microphone on it. Now you might want a camera too. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, You might want. Uh, headphones just to be able to hear them clear if your laptop doesn't have very good speakers because you, you want to kind of tone in on those, those you know, tones that are not real good for laptop speakers. They're more for music or movies or something like that, but not the human voice. So uh, you might need some headphones for that. But otherwise, I'd say most everybody's equipped these days. Okay. So the app, Internet Connection, uh, maybe some earbuds, and make sure your device has a webcam if you're not using your phone. Correct. Okay. All right, Becky is in Mobile with a comment. Good morning, Becky. What do you have for us today? I would like to give you an observation. Okay. Um, I'm a former Mississippian myself, and I worked in a hospital on the Gulf Coast, and I retired. I'm one of your senior citizens who enjoys listening. Thank you. Uh, When I retired, I made the decision not to get a cell phone, not to get a computer, because I carried a beeper on my fanny for many, many years, and I wanted my freedom. So I wanted the ability to pick and choose what I wanted to do. And I, I certainly related to the older gentleman who called earlier. It's a different world that we live in today, and I do what I can to keep an open mind. But my observation is when I moved to Mobile, I moved into an apartment complex. It was an established neighborhood. And when I first moved back, one of the things that that I observed was that neighbors stayed in touch. And one of the things I heard you ask is, does technology interfere with communication? Mm-hmm. I had neighbors who were school teachers, and they'd come home from school in the afternoons, go in their apartment, get their dogs, and come outside. And we would congregate in the yard, and we established some wonderful long-term friendships. Even though they no longer live here and they've gone on with their lives, I still stay in touch with them. And that's a gift. Yeah, absolutely. And what I see happening today is these people who come into this complex as new tenants, they get on out of the call with a cell phone on the ears, and they, they are not aware of what's going on around them. Mm. They don't communicate. And this is what I think is so sad. We're missing the beat. Anyway, I so appreciate what you're doing here. I think the communication is really important. But I think this is a signal that something's going on in our culture and our society that's really missing. Yeah. So thank you for being there. I so appreciate what you're doing at, the, at, at Mississippi Public Radio. I listen to you quite frequently. And thank you. All right, Becky. Thank you, Becky. Wonderful comments. Thank you so much for your call uh, in response to Becky's comments. Well, um, I I feel like the cell phone and computers in general, because, again, they, they are convenient. They do get the rep for a lot of this. But it's us who's using them. And we have to establish that time for ourselves. And before it was this, it was it was, you know, the desktop computer that I used to spend my childhood on, which is where how I got where I am now. We all have our our different ways of of influencing ourselves and our different outlets. And I believe that it's healthy to have those outlets, but also to take time to step away from them. Uh, I mean, absolutely. I, I agree with her 100 percent. Like we, we need to unplug more. We need to get away from this stuff. There's so much noise in our lives now. We don't even know what silence sounds like. 
Mm. I saw a video of a woman who was in the mall and she was looking down on her phone and she ended up walking into a, a pond of water, like a water fountain. I see that video. That's just, that's <laughs> just poor planning. I mean, like but Becky was saying, we are unaware and we are. Most of us are looking down and there's like some kind of uh, medical issue that could happen with our necks. It's called tech neck. It's yeah, a thing because we I look down it. so often. Yeah. Well, see, I, I try to use my phone when I'm sitting or when I can focus on my call. Now, I do occasionally walk around and text somebody, but I, hey, I was a kid reading books doing the same thing, and I just used to make sure I looked up ahead to make sure I wasn't going to run into anybody. Mm-hmm. So I'd say, you know, just improve your dexterity a little bit. Maybe raise your awareness of what's going on around you. Maybe do some peripheral vision exercises. All right, we need to take a quick break. Uh, thank you so much, Becky, for your call. We appreciate it. 877-MPB-RING is the number if you want to join the conversation. Uh, we'll continue talking about tech, love, and relationships when we get back. Uh, what do you think about technology? Is it getting in the way of relationships and the way that we communicate? Have you used dating apps? Uh, tell us how that experience was. Uh, have you used tech to assist you in long-distance relationships? Call us, 877-MPB-RING. We do have all our lines open, actually. 877 727464 or email everydaytech at org. This is Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent, joined in studio today by Wilkes Couture and Jeremy Thompson. And today we've been talking about technology, relationships, and love. Uh, one of the things we talked about was uh, dating apps, and we had brought up children and teenagers. As a parent, Wilkes, your parent, how can you be watchful and make sure that your, your kids are not downloading these things and talking to folks who may be targeting teens? Well, you know, and I think this almost goes, goes right back to, uh, to Becky's call. Talk to them. Talk to the, talk to the kids. I mean, um, or spy. Yeah, you know, if it comes know, to if, that, I mean, I mean, if need be, I mean, you know, uh, for example, with our kids, me and my wife, we do have access to our kids' phones. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not that I'm wanting to, you know, just totally jump on that. You know, I don't trust them. I mean, I, I do trust my kids, but at the same time, um, I feel like my role as a parent is to teach them also, and they may not be aware of these things. I mean, we've had these conversations with our kids of what information do you put out there. Um, you know, and I think it all starts with communication. You've got to communicate. But yeah, I mean, every now and then, if you have to, if you have to peek to uh, make sure you're getting your point across, then maybe you got to do that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not opposed to that. But at the same time, I'm not busting in my my kids' phone every day either. But your kids know you have the capability, they do so know they that they keep it straight. And they, I mean, that that's that's fair. I mean, as long as they know that you can do it, I think that's not. That's not pushing it too far as a right. parent. You're just protecting your children. I think that's completely right. Fine. Like whenever my daughter, my son is not really into Facebook, mm-hmm. um, but my daughter, you know, she enjoys Facebook with some of her friends. She's not addicted to it, but and, you know, whenever she first got on there, you know, we kind of like laid out what are some ground rules for being on here. You know, you only accept friend requests from people that you physically know. And right. Be, you know. Um, you know know who they are and there was quite a few things that would pop on up i mean you know all of us have seen these these fake friend requests that come through and we've kind of just really encouraged 
daughter, son, et cetera, with all these things. Talk to us about it. Let us, you know, help you out a little bit there. And then that really makes a big difference, I think. Absolutely. All right. Kay is in Clinton with a comment. Good morning to you, Kay. What do you have for us today? Hello. Hi, Kay. You're on the air. Oh, okay. Hi. Um, I, let me uh, cover the good things first, because there's good and bad in, in the technology, having it in our back pocket all the time right with us. Um, the good things, I do have daughters that live out of state and out of the country, uh, from Miami to Seattle to an, another country, and we keep uh, WhatsApp going, a chat going on WhatsApp, and there's no way I could be in touch with them as often mm-hmm. if we didn't have that technology. But I'm also a teacher. <laughs> oh. I had a young man say that the phone is an extension of his being. Wow. Yeah. Deep. You know, and the eyes were rolling in the rest of the class. But some people really think that, that it, that it completes them and encourage them to think of it as a mode of communication and information, that it's not part of them. They really think it's an extension of them. So another thing I encourage them to do is make sure that they control the phone rather than the phone controlling them. That's good. And, and that's that is really so good. key. Okay. Okay, excellent comments, Kate. Thank you so much. Uh, I agree with that completely. Make sure that you control the phone and it doesn't control you. Absolutely. Precisely. When people come to drop their phones off at our shop, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, it's it's hard to get it out of their hands sometimes. Hmm. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to mock the kid that says that the phone is an extension of himself. I want to try to understand that and what that really means, you know, because... It's it's not well, going to do all they any know. good, right? <laughs> it's not going to do any good to to roll your eyes at them because that that kid is genuinely telling you like this thing is really important to me. And while I think they need to find a way to distance themselves from that, mocking it's not going to help them either, right? Um, okay, we are not going to have time to go to you, Frank, because we don't have enough time left. But if you could send us an email to everydaytechatmpbonline.org, I would uh, greatly appreciate it. But I do appreciate you calling and all the others as well. Uh, Jeremy, you have a poem to end with. Some of my finest prose. <laughs> Poems are red. Some flowers are blue. I think Tinder is terrible. How about you? Uh, who knows? <laughs> I don't use Tinder. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks uh, so much, Wilton Jeremy, for being on today. Sam Wells was our board operator, and I believe Kevin Farrell was our call screener. But stay tuned. The original Southern Remedy is coming up next right here on MPB Think Radio.